And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do, driving up and down the highways and byways of America, just picking up music wherever we can find it. And there's a lot of it out there. Oh, man, there's a bunch of music just laying around. Just laying around. You just pick it up and listen to it. And use it. That's about all there is. Let's play it for everybody else. Yeah. That's the whole point. So people ask us, they say... Derriere's. Exactly what is Americana music? And we de- definitely have an opinion in that regard. Well, we have an opinion. There's a lot of opinions, well, actually. A bunch, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but we define but, it as music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. And that's a mighty broad palette Oh, right yeah. There. That, it's, it's a ton of music. I mean, it could be country. It could be rock and roll. It could be big band. It could be blues. It could be classical. It could be rockabilly. It could be gospel. Swing. Um, pop. It could even be electronic dance music. It could. Tejano. Tejano. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. So the point being, it's all over the place. It is. As long as it's got distinctive American roots. That's right. So and each week we pull a bag out, and the, the one rule we have is that we don't talk about this ahead of time. We do not. We do not. So yep. I, I get a handful of tunes ready, and so do you, and mm-hmm. uh, we kind of meet at the microphone, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, we take turns starting the show. Yes, I started last week. That's right. I think it's your turn to start. Well, last week, I featured a tune by Steve Martin and Edie Bricko. I remember, remember that. Yeah. Get Along Straight Dog. Uh-huh. Well, she was involved in another project uh, with a group. Uh, they called themselves the Gadabouts. And it, it started out with uh, Edie and drummer Steve Gad. And um, they, they kind of had these demo sessions uh, that they did in 2000. And then they, they recruited uh, two other guys, um, guitarist uh, Andy Fairweather Lowe and bass player uh, Pino Palladino. Uh, but they, 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 they really liked what they were doing, but they had conflicting schedules and they could just never make it happen. But they got back together in 2010 and uh, they used several of the songs that they'd worked on before. And um, they, uh, so I, maybe I didn't make that clear. They first got together in 2000. Okay. okay. All so right, ten, yeah. year, 10 years later, they got back together. Now, uh, Edie wrote some of the songs on, on the same day they were recorded. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, matter of fact, uh, on one of the songs, which is the one we're going to listen to, it was recorded in one take live which captured uh, the, the energy that she said, you know, it just didn't capture that kind of energy right, when you do exactly. what it takes. So let's give this one a listen. It's, I think it's a lot of fun. It's from the album called The Gadabouts, and it is Mad Dog.
That's a nice groove to get started it on. It really is. Good, yeah. good, good start. Good start. All right, Leo. Well, what do you have? I got a guy here named, uh, his full name is uh, Timothy Tyler Childers. And, oh. it, and he goes by Tyler. Right. Childers. Have you heard of this guy? I have. Um, you know, I, I, I can't remember. Was it uh, who, Was it Art Jackson that turned us on to him or no, something? No, Katie. Ah, Katie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did I get ahead of you on one? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. All righty. Uh, he, he did a song. Now, first of all, he's a youngster. He was born in 1991. Yep. Compared to us. Compared to us, right? Because <laughs> yeah, we're like old. Yeah, well, there's that. There's that. Uh, he, he, yeah, the song I want to uh, play uh, was actually written by John Prine. And I just like the title of it. Uh, it's, yes, I guess they ought to name a drink after you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of it. <laughs> That's a good title. I, I heard it on the radio and, went, and I had Rose write it down, you know. That's that's where it was, NPR or something. I don't remember. Anyway, he, this guy was born uh, in Lawrence County, Kentucky. And that was the birthplace of a lot of other uh, good uh, players and singers. Uh, like, uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Loretta Lynn, Crystal Gale. You know, they're all from the same place there in uh, Johnson County. But he had his first uh, success with an album called Purgatory, which I think is just a great name. That's another great name. <laughs> it's another you great bet. name for an album, whatever. But it was produced by Sturgill Simpson, who yeah. is quite a musician on his own. Yeah, we featured him some time back. We did, and he's a great player. And it was another uh, one that Katie recommended. Oh, really? Well, uh-huh. there you go. We're on a roll here. Thanks, yeah. Katie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he kind of gave, uh, he, he won the Emergent uh, Artist of the Year at the 2018 Americana Music Honors and Awards Show. And he kind of gave an acceptance speech, uh, and I won't quote him uh, too, too deeply, but he has, a, he has a problem with labels, uh, about labeling styles of music, and he kind of made that clear in his acceptance speech. Ah. So he's an opinion little guy anyway. Yeah, well. Uh, but anyway, he's a great singer, and uh, you know, I, I think it's a, a good to put him on here. So here we go, a John Prine song uh, by uh, Tyler Childers, 
Yes, I guess they ought to name a drink after you. That's country. That's country. Yeah. Good pick, Leo. Well, thanks. I guess I duplicated a guy here. I've forgotten that we'd done him once before. Yep, yep. Katie recommended that. I think it was about episode 30 or 33 or okay, something like that. Okay, long but enough ago that I might... I first year's over. Okay. All bets are off. All, all bets are off. Yeah, and, and he, he bears repeating. That's good. <laughs> all right, Rog, it's back to you. Um, David Ashworth Gates. As in David Gates? David Gates. As in the band called Bread? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, he he grew up in Tulsa. Now, this is kind of interesting. He had a group in high school called the Accents, and it had, they were other high school musicians, which included a piano uh, player, Claude Russell Bridges, who later in life changed his name to Leon Russell. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. Is that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, so uh, in in 1957, the Accents backed Chuck Berry. And then in 1961, his family moved to L.A. And he continued writing songs for many artists, including 
Pat Boone. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, oh. we talked about Pat Boone before. Yeah, not in a good way, but so. Um, but he became successful as a writer. Uh, he he wrote a song, "Popsicles and Icicles," and that hit uh, number three on the uh, top one hundred for the Mermaids. The Mermaids, remember okay. that? Uh huh. Okay, the Monkees recorded one of his songs, "Saturday's Child." Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, and he worked with, you know, Elvis Presley, Bobby Darren, Merle Haggard, Dwayne Eddy, Brian Wilson. Uh, and he arranged the Glenn Yarborough hit, Baby the Rain Must Fall. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. So um, anyway, he, uh, in 67, um, he produced and arranged uh, the first album of a band, uh, band called The Pleasure Fair. And another uh, guy, uh, Rob Royer, was a member. And a little over a year later, they got together with Jimmy Griffin and they formed the band Bread. Okay, there okay. we go. So um, Bread was signed by Electra, and they they stayed there for uh, the eight years that it was in existence. So uh, in <clears throat> seventy to seventy three, they charted eleven singles on the Hot One Hundred. All of which were written and sung by Gates. Really? Now, that caused some antagonism between Gates and Griffin, who was also a significant contributor to their uh, songs. Uh, and um, so they finally disbanded in 1973. But he went out and recorded and produced his first solo album um, in, in uh, 19, that year, 1973. He must have been hiding it. I bet it was already. I bet he done. was working on it. He yeah. was working on. It. <laughs> but you know, he you know, he, one of his big hits was a "Goodbye Girl" uh-huh. from the movie. You know, so he, he's just got a, that really sweet, you know, high tenor voice. Uh, but he's remained married to his high school sweetheart Joe Rita since 1959. They've raised four children, three lawyers, and a cardiothoracic surgeon. <laughs> None of them went into music. I don't I know why. Say, but you know, maybe they learned their lesson from the old man. But it's kind of interesting. He studied the cattle ranching business while touring with Bread, and he purchased a 1,400-acre cattle ranch, but financed by the royalties that he earned with the group. Interesting. And uh, he lives in Mount Vernon, Washington, uh, with his wife. Wife enjoying retirement. Uh, this song I picked, it, it's a ni- it's got a nice groove to it, but it's also interesting. Uh, it, the intro to the song is almost two minutes long. Oh wow! Yeah, but how long is the rest of the song? It's uh, it's a little over four minutes okay. long. All right, it's a long tune, but uh, it's it's just got a nice feel to it, and it really features his voice, David Gates. It's on the album first, Laura Lee.
really interesting. Yeah. I hadn't heard it. Oh, really? No, I hadn't heard this song. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a cool tune. It's just a nice kind of jazz uh, groove. Yeah, I, it really like is. It. Very cool. Uh, hey, you know what? Oh, look at the time. Yeah, we've used up our time for this segment, I think. Well, we better take a little break. Well, we need to go out and clean up, police the area. Tomorrow's moving day. Get the trash bagged up and yep. out to the curb there. And uh, probably apologize to the neighbors. You got the beer, right? <laughs> yes, I what did. Are, what are we given this week? Is it Schlitz uh, or what? Well, uh, uh, Grain Belt. Oh, Grain Belt. Yeah. Maybe we ought to keep that for ourselves okay. and give away the Schlitz. We'll do that. Okay, all right, fine. Uh, okay, well, uh, uh, don't forget, we got to check that. Left rear inside dual. Yep, yeah. yep. Make sure it's aired up properly. Okay. Well, uh, we'll be right back here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, we're back. We're back. And you know uh, that Brad Keselowski, he really knows what he's talking about. He does, man. He's you know. serious about his tires. Well, NASCAR drivers know about things they, like uh, tire absolutely pressure. Absolutely, they do. Yeah. So thanks, Brad. Uh, we appreciate that. And so we got the tire aired up. I, how come I'm the the one that always has you say, "Oh, I'll take out the trash." Oh, yeah. Well, you know those things take like ninety pounds of pressure. I know. Yeah. <gasps> That's why you have me do it all the time. <laughs> you know, we're broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park in Sioux, Sioux City, City, Iowa. Of yeah. all places. Yeah. yeah. We're fairly close to our uh, home ground. You yeah, know, we are. But, uh, just, not too bad. Actually, we're just up the river. I mean. Uh, Sioux City, Iowa. We've been up a creek a We've lot. We've been up a creek a lot. Okay, but, but this you know, is different. Back home uh, in Kansas City, uh, we live right where uh, the the Missouri River flows into the Caw, right? Right. right. Well, right here in, in Sioux City, Iowa, this is the northernmost navigable part of the Missouri River. Could you say that three times in a row? Navigable. Oh, yeah. Navigable. Northernmost. Northernmost navigable. navigable. That's <laughs> Very a good. lot of syllables. That is. It? Okay. Nicely done. Later. Don't ask me to do that later. I, I won't. But things could happen. Yes. All right. Anyway, it's another. It's a really cool place, and you know how it is. I spent some time up close by here years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I was in South Sioux City, Nebraska, which is just across the river there. There you go. But uh, aside, this this place was established in 1854. And it became a, a major trade route, but it's got some interesting sidelights in history to it. One of which was the city gained the nickname Little Chicago. Wow. During the Prohibition, due to its reputation for being a purveyor of all alcoholic beverages. Yeah. They were available here oh. in Sioux City. And another kind of a sad thing, but it's kind of important too. We have a good friend, uh, Pete Wernick, banjo yeah. player. He was on an airplane that crashed here. I remember that. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And he walked away with it with his banjo, basically. Yeah. It, it was a tragic accident, uh, but it was an amazing that the that the pilot uh, did such a great job of getting them playing on the ground. Yeah. In the way he did. Right. Uh, anyway, one more thing about this. Uh, this happens to be the hometown of a couple of people. Uh, they are they are twin sisters, right? And uh, one of them was named Pauline Friedman, and the other was Esther Friedman, and they were uh, the Dear Abby and Ann Landers, respectively. Oh, wow. <laughs> we're right here in Sioux City. No kidding. I figured they must have a, a museum or someplace right here. Yeah. Right I could use some advice. Well, yeah. But they, we uh, all could. They, we all could. Well, that's cool, Leo. Um, you know, people ask us, they say, 
Dairy Ayers. Exactly why is it that you travel all over this great country of ours staying in these Shady Grove RV parks in your we, old RV? We don't have any place else to go. <laughs> we right. really don't, no. or, or anything else to do. That's true, that's true. Uh, you know, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, they have these things called ranches. ranches yes. Know? For instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rockin' Diamond R Ranch. And, and the, where is it? It's the Dosca Basis Mountains. Mountains. Yeah. Yes. We're getting better at that. We're getting better. Alan Bailey has the Swing and Gate Ranch. That's right. We've been there. We've been there. Uh, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. We've been there. We've been there. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Orin Friesen, Rockin' Banjo Ranch. Yep. Nice yep. place. And uh, we've got this old RV. That's it. And But you know what? What? Uh Thanks to our friend Suzanne, she called our attention to the fact that we do have a ranch. That's right. And our ranch has no fences. That's it's exactly. It's the entire United States, That's border right. to border, and top to bottom. Cheek to cheek. Thank you, Ranger Doug. You're welcome. And, um, it, but, you know, and we travel all over our ranch in our RV called... Rattling She's a good old RV. She's a good old girl. She really is. She gets us there most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> oh, of all the things. But yes, she's a lovely, lovely ranch. Well, Leo, um, I ended up uh, closed out the first segment, so I think you are up. You know, I'm an old folky, and I, you know me, I, I like the old folk music, Peter, Just, Paul, and Mary, and I mean, you know, take your pick. Right. Uh, but I, I overlooked somebody, and I, I recently heard about uh, this person, and I decided to follow up on it. Uh, her name was Karen Dalton, and uh, she was born in uh, July of uh, 1937. Now, here's the thing. She was a contemporary of people like Fred Neal, who wrote Everybody's Talking, the Nielsen song, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Holy Modal Rounders, who we featured oh, yeah, sure. earlier, right? Uh, Bob Dylan and she were pals, right? Okay. But uh, unlike a lot of these guys, she really didn't have that commercial success, and she, she didn't like it. I mean, she loved the music. All she really wanted to do was play, and she had to think about recording. She just didn't. She just didn't want to sit down in front of a mic and record. Wow. So anyway, the um, they had trouble getting her in a in a studio to record anything, and uh, finally Fred Neal went into the studio with her just because they were friends, and they sat her down, and uh, they fooled her. They said, "Do we just want to check the mics and stuff out? Why don't you just sit in here and play a few songs for us? You know, so we can." <laughs> Kind of figure out, and they roll tape. Wow! And they re- she played twelve songs, first take, and they recorded them all. And the album was called it, the, Gull- we're not Gullible. T- Gullible, yeah. <laughs> but she no, she was a tragic character. I mean, wow. she uh, she passed away early in life. But she was only uh, fifty five years old. But the, uh, the song I'm going to sing now. Listen, if you when you hear her voice, uh, it, it really impacted me because she sounds like Billie Holiday. Okay. Although she kind of hated that comparison. She compared, she said, well, Bessie Smith more, you know, that was her, one of her idols. But her voice is haunting. And the song that I'm going to play is, the whole song is, it puts me in kind of a mood anyway. Um, It was written by a guy named Dino Valenti. And you remember uh, a band that we... uh, we, we featured earlier called uh, Quicksilver Messenger Service. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, he was the lead singer in that band. Oh, okay. And he also wrote, you know, uh, Fresh Air and What About Me, those. He wrote this song, and it's it's really, like I say, it's really touching. It's, um, it's a song that's called uh, Something on Your Mind, and they made this recording in 1971. So just give it a listen. It's it, Like I say, it's a really unusual song, and it's a really unusual recording. Let's give a listen uh, to this gal, and her name is Karen J. Dalton. Yesterday, 
I mean, uh, last night, then I was kind of getting my materials ready, and I put the headphones on. I listened to it about five times, which wow. I highly recommend. Good. Anyway, there you go. Roger, it's back to you. Uh, okay. Well, you know, our deal is that we do not uh, collaborate ahead of time on songs. Correct. Now, this, this next one, um, there's a story. i got to tell a story about how this came about. Uh, I, I'm, but I'm going to say right up front, we did end up talking about this song. We did. Uh, actually, last week. Um, and, but I want to tell you how I came about uh, finding this tune. Um, I was in bed, um, the news was on, and uh, about to drift off to sleep, and this commercial comes on for an insurance company. And this 60s tune comes on. And I'm like, oh, that's a great tune, you know? And I'm, I'm like, you know, I ought to just get up and get my phone and, and do a Shazam on it and figure out what the song is. I go, well, I'll, I'll figure it out. So the next day, 
I'm I'm trying to sing it into Shazam. Shazam's looking at me <laughs> like I'm crazy. I get figured out, so I go, okay, I'm going to stay awake during the news because they'll probably play it during that same spot. <laughs> the dedication. So I, I did. No, it didn't come across. No, but so you did stay awake. I did stay awake. Okay. Uh, but uh, so then the next day, so I, I go downstairs and I, and I got on the computer and I'm typing in insurance commercial with 60s instrumental tune. And somehow or another, I ended up finding it. Okay. And, and it was for Nationwide. Uh, and but they're playing it, but it doesn't say what the tune is. <laughs> so I'm playing it, and I Shazam it off the commercial off of YouTube, and the song is "Grazing in the Grass" yes. by Hugh uh, Hugh Mas- Hugh Kayla. Yeah, okay, that's right. And so that's where I was telling you about it. I go, oh great, this great song. I start looking into it. Well, he's a South African musician, right? Okay, so. Uh, trumpeter, flugelhornist, hornist, cornetist, singer, and composer, and he was called the father of South African jazz. So I'm bemoaning this to you uh, after all that work and everything, and, and you say, you know what? There was another band that did a cover of that. Exactly. And and the, 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 the band was uh, Friends of Distinction, mm-hmm. right? So, so Hugh, uh, this was really his only number. It was a number one U.S. pop hit in 1968, this Grazing in the Grass. Right. So... Um, but then the Friends of Distinction actually formed in 1968, okay? And uh, so the original members were uh, Floyd Butler, Henry Elston, Jessica Cleves, and Barbara Jean Love. Um, so they, uh, uh, Butler and Elston worked together in the hi-fis in the 1960s, and they, uh, they used to open for Ray Charles. Uh, but later... Um, they brought in other members of the hi-fi, which were Marilyn McCoo and Lamont McLemore. From? Who would later co-found the Fifth Dimension. Fifth Dimension. And we featured the Fifth Dimension before. That's right. So uh, the Friends of Distinction were discovered by American football player Jim Brown. Oh, man. Who also discovered Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh, he's on a roll. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So they were signed to RCA Records, um, and they released their version of this song in March of 69. So just a a year later, it it went to uh, top five in both the pop and soul charts, peaking at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in June of that year. It's a great, great tune. So um, they quit touring in 75, broke up soon afterward. Now, Cleve sang with Earth, Wind, and Fire for a number number of years. So um, I put something together. Now, Uh well, you know, I don't know that I would really call it a mashup. It's it's just, I'm going to call it a mix-up. Max, you do the mashup stuff. Uh, But it is kind of cool to see how the two different groups, uh, the original and then the Friends of Distinction did it. So let's give this one a listen. Grazing in the Grass by Hugh Masekela and Friends of Distinction.
dance tune for the afternoon yeah I think yeah the neighbors are going to talk but oh, well they oh, usually well. do they usually do all right leo well what do you got to follow that up with i have a, a crazy little thing i'm not even i'm not even going to tell you how i came to this song because i don't know okay it, it just jumped into my head one day uh this this thing was re uh, this is a band called the harmonicats and they were formed in 1947 now it's kind of interesting because these guys that's all they did they had they had harmonicas and oh. It was a three-piece harmonica group, right? <laughs> right. And, but but there's an interesting side story. I mean, they were great. They they went on for several years. Never more. I guess they were a quartet at one time, but mostly it was just a trio. But the, there was a, an interesting thing that happened in 1947 called the record ban. And what was happened was uh, musicians uh, they boycotted recording new music. It was a, uh, a, a it was a protest against the recording studios. Uh, for not paying uh, royalties. Oh, sure. So for a year, nothing was out there on the market. Oh, wow. No, no new music that featured any union musicians was out there. Wow. And they finally caved in, right? Yeah. Well, these guys, for some reason, were exempt from the from the, from the the ban. I don't <laughs> okay. know how. But boy, did they ever capitalize on it. <laughs> they wow. Went, they, and they went in and they recorded this song. And uh, it was pretty amazing because uh, it went to... Uh, it went to number one. I mean, it's all over the place. There's no the only, competition. No competition. <laughs> but it's a pretty good thing. It sold more than two million copies the oh, first wow. year it came out. Okay. So let's just... Oh, here's one other interesting thing about this song. It was the first recording to use artificial reverb. Oh, wow. Very first one. Okay. So so listen to the uh, the harmonicets here. Uh, and it's called Pego My Heart.
think. I think you've nearly outdone yourself, Leo. <laughs> That's a first, isn't it? That's great. That's great. Oh, uh, hey, we're burning through some time here. Yeah, I think uh, I think we need to take a little break and uh, come back here uh, in just a bit. <laughs> it's going to take a bit to compose myself. Compose yourself. <laughs> take a deep breath, Roger. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Well, this is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. <laughs> Look out! Look out! We're backing up. Well, of course, that's what we do. That's what we do. We 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 back up. We are the derriers. We are the derriers. Yes, we yeah. are. You know, uh, we'd like to take this part of the show and uh, and recommend. Um, you know, suggest. Uh, p- plead. <laughs> to, yeah. Well, we kind of we beg. beg. Yeah, yeah we we'll beg. beg we'll beg people we'll beg. to go to our websites. Take um, a look. I mean, all yeah. of the websites and all well, the internets. And, and, and we're on all the Facebooks. All the Facebooks. Uh, the one for this show is thedairyairs.com. Right. And, it, and it's important to type in thedairyairs.com. The yeah. if, if you miss that, you're on your own. I actually missed once. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never do that again. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Uh, and of course, the, uh, the band website, which is. Well, 3trailswest.com with the number three. Right. There you go. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, if you go to uh, either of our websites, you will find a lot of content. content. And we're certain that if you watch it, you will be contented. contented. But there's actually quite a bit of, of it. So you might become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll get you straightened out on that. Yeah. 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 There, there are contact us tabs on both websites, uh, or you can get directly to us through our email addresses. Fancy, mine, fancy yeah. ones. Yeah. Mine is Roger, no D at the And mine is Leo also no D right. at the derriers.com. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the other thing you can do, if you go to the derriers.com and go to the Americana roadshow tab, you can download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure, uh, preferably in your leisure, leisure suit, suit, if you have one. That's right. That'd make you extra cool. Double knit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the derriers. And, you know, feel free to drop us a line with a song suggestion or two. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten a lot of good information from our listeners oh, yeah. lately. So. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, send us suggestions if you got one. All right. Let's see. Where did we leave off? I think uh, that I finished off the last set with, with the, the Harmonicats. The Harmonicats. That was some fun, Leo. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, it's back to you. What do you got? Well, you know, um, we like to feature uh, local musicians. Exactly. And uh, I, I want to feature a very special one uh, to you and me, and it's our good buddy, Jim Winters. Jim Winters, Jim and Jim. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, Jim has, uh, he's done country, old country music uh, all of his life. That's in, right. In the Kansas City area and around. And um, uh, the past, uh, I don't know, t- close, getting on close to 10 years probably it's, with it's Three Trails West. Yep, yep. And Jim has talked for uh, as long as I've known him about recording an album. A country album. A country album. Mm -hmm. uh, And he finally got around to it and did it. And it's a real nice piece of work. Uh, he asked us, to, the Derriers, to come in and back him up on a couple tunes, which we were happy to do. Absolutely. And uh, so uh, the song, the, the album is called Yearning, and that's the feature cut on mm-hmm. it. Uh, you can find that, I think it's at jimwintersmusic.com, but, uh, uh, or get to us and we'll help you get to Jim. But uh, 
Um, we're going to feature a tune that we learned uh, from a guy named Donnie Poindexter. We were in, down in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Oklahoma uh-huh. at, at a, a gathering down there, and, and he played this song for us, and we were just taken with it. It's just a beautiful tune. And on the way back uh, to Kansas City, we, we Googled it, and we listened to it, and we changed the key, and uh, we finally started doing it. We overhauled it. Let's we overhauled it, it, made it ours, and uh, Jim uh, decided to put it on his album, and uh, we backed him up on it. So let's give it a listen. Jim Winters from his album, Yearning, Adobe Walls. Buenos noches, senorita. I am mighty pleased to meet you. We might set a spell and talk I'm new to Santa Fe Just rode into town today Thought I'd spend some time in these Adobe walls It's dark in this cantina that I seen you sitting without any company at home. I was wondering if we might dance away this lonely night like two shadows on these old adobe walls. I hear silly Tolino softly playing as I take you in my arms and hold you close no I don't understand a word you're saying your dark eyes tell me all I need to know these walls have stood for ages Though time still turns its pages Hearts are still the same when nights begin to fall As sure as there are stars above We're not the first to fall in love That's the magic of these old adobe walls Take you in my arms 
and hold you close No, I don't understand a word you're saying Your dark eyes tell me all I need to know These walls have stood for ages Oh, time still turns its pages Hearts are still the same when nights begin to fall As sure as there are stars above We're not the first to fall in love That's the magic of these old adobe walls As sure as there are stars above We're not the first to fall in love That's the magic of these old adobe Jimmy. Yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah. Beautiful song. Beautiful voice, man. You bet. We scored when we landed him, you know? Yep. We faked him out. We faked him out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mercy. All right, Leo. Well, what do you got? I got, well, I guess I'm going to pick it up a little bit. Okay. And uh, I got this band um, called The Radiators. Have you ever heard of them? <laughs> no. Okay. Now, listen, I have forgotten about these guys, to be honest with you. But, you know, I used to be a Pro Tools rep. And I had, a, I had to go to uh, St. Louis several times a year, which is immediately the opposite side of the, of the state of Missouri from Kansas City. Right. Long four and a half, five hour trip. And uh, I used to work with this guy and he, he, he had knew about this man. He had a CD of him. Um, these guys are from New Orleans and uh, they, they, they started this band in 1978 and they finally retired in 2011. Same five guys the wow. whole time. Good job. Yeah, same five guys. They got together. They were all playing in different bands, right, for a while. And, and they got together one, one night, and they were jamming in a, in a garage. And um, they did. They st- ended up jamming for like five hours. And the next day, they all quit the bands that they were in. <laughs> it's, wow. it's, it now, these guys are great, man. They're prolific. They didn't have a lot of uh, you know, national success, but man, everybody in New Orleans just loved them. And uh, they, they have uh, one thing they did with the band's approval, over 500 concert recordings have been made available for free. Oh, wow. Just for non-commercial use, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but here's, here's a funny story about these guys. Uh, there's lots of funny stories, actually. One of them was they, they had a regular gig at this place, and um, it went on for a long time uh, until they got thrown out. And the reason was that one of the guys came in with a real chainsaw while they were doing this song called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> And he fired it up, and that was the end of that gig. Wow. Oh, brother. Anyway, they didn't have a name for a long time, right? Uh, and it was determined that a name was necessary. So they were back in this garage, right, where they did all, where they met and, and things. And uh, somebody suggested this name, the Radiators. And he said, well, we're in a garage. You know? <laughs> anyway, we got, you know, Radiators and stuff. So the rest of the band kind of liked it, but he... he one of the guys had second thoughts for a long time about it. And uh, so they did the radiators. He said, well, it's just temporary. He, uh, he says, they may still change it if there's still time. 
<laughs> so these guys just have a great attitude and a great sound. Let's give this uh, this this song is called uh, "Meet Me Down in Birdland" and it was recorded in 1989. This is the Radiators.
Roger, these guys had a repertoire that included over 300 original songs. That's crazy. And many never released. And they over 1,000 covers wow. of other people's songs. So you talk about prolific band, man. Yeah, that's great. They're all over the place. Well, that was a good find, Leo. Thank well, you. Oh, look what time it is. Oh, yeah, we're out of time. We're we need to uh, wrap uh, this uh, up. Uh, we got to figure out where we're going, though, next week. Oh, good point. Good point. Um, okay, let's see. I threw the dart last week, so let me get the map. You get the map out okay, there. Okay, back here in the closet. Way back in the back. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, there it is. Okay, I got it. Okay, okay, all right. Let me get it put up on the, on the wall, wall there. Yep. Man, this thing's getting flimsy. It really is. Yeah, we keep right. saying we're going to get a new map. Yeah. We haven't well. done it yet. Okay, well, that's all right. Okay. So, okay, now you get the dart. Oh, yeah, it's back here in uh, Spoon Drawer. Spoon Drawer 2. Spoon, okay, number two. Yeah, there it is. Uh, okay. Okay. That's close. Yeah, I got it. I okay. got it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Get over there in the circle. I don't like throwing the dart. I know. You ready? Uh huh. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, okay. oh, oh, we went south. South where? In Missouri, kind of down the Ozarks. Well, that's uh, getting close to home again. Oh, man. Uh, oh, you're not going to believe this. What? Warsaw, Missouri. Warsaw? You know what? This is perfect. This is perfect. Because we're going to meet our buddy Jim Bob down there for our annual fishing we're trip. We're going to go fishing. Well, that's oh, perfect. That's yeah, great. And sometimes things just happen. Yeah, sometimes they do. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll get things packed up and get moving, and we'll try and get down there early. Yeah, well, we, might, well, we can kind of get everything set before Jimbo gets there. Yeah, before he knows. Before he knows. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. <laughs> Hi, we've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hey, this has been a good show. I've enjoyed it. It's been a fun time and a little unpredictable. All right, well, listen, uh, we'll be back here next week uh, with a bunch more new tunes, and, uh, you know, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio. USA. USA. Remember, look out behind you. It's the Derriere.